Ring Fanatics podcast, episode number two. I am Nick, your host, and with me as always, my co-host, Joel. How you doing, man? What it do, baby? <laughs> How are you, man? Oh, Chilling, man. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Doing good. Can't complain. Um, facts, facts. Uh, I'm going to start off with something that I really, 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 really want to talk about. Because oh, I was, I was gonna wait till later on in the episode to mention it, but I just can't get it off my mind. <laughs> As of late, I can't stop thinking about it. Um, it happened last week on AEW Dynamite, mm-hmm. and actually, I want to know your thoughts about it first before I get into it. Uh, I'm gonna ask you two questions about it. See what you think. Okay. The first one: How did you like the debut of Miro last week on Dynamite? What are your thoughts on that? I like the move. I like, like, I don't like that everybody's like, oh, AEW's just signing all the rejects. I don't like saying that because it's like, they got to doing the same jobs. thing. Yeah, yeah. they got to find jobs other places. Exactly. WWE's been doing this since when they started, you know, like getting new talent from other territories and even now, like bringing guys from the Indies. So it's like, you could technically say if they signed to WWE, they sold out. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I like that he signed there. I like that 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 that's their new pickup. Um, I liked it. I know a lot of people were like iffy on it. I liked it. How you felt about it? I I liked it too. I thought it was really really great for him, especially because um, towards the end of his WWE career, he was kind of like misused. I guess you could say he was kind of underutilized with that. You can with, definitely say that. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. But then I feel like now with AEW signing there, I think he's, I guess you could say he's reborn. I like to say it that way. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's a fresh start for him, you know, uh, especially um, brand new company, brand new character, I guess you could say it is. But the one thing that I found confusing about it, I'm going to ask you this part too. Do you feel like, do you, do you like the way AEW booked him with, Kip Sabian, do you like the fact that he's now partnering with him, or no? no that was weird. That was yeah, weird. that's what I found um, really weird too. I also I'll give them a few weeks to like lay it out, like see where they go with it. It was just a weird way to have him come in as the best man or whatever. Um, I think it would have just if you would have just let him come out and just let him cut a promo, that would have been fine. Like just. You know what I mean? Like, just have him come out of nowhere, just the music hit, and then he cuts a promo in the ring. But I, I guess it's a good sign that they're putting him straight into a storyline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they did the same thing with um, Zach Ryder, too, when he came over, my bad, Matt Cardona, when he came over, and they sh- stuck him straight in the storyline. So we just got to see where it goes. I'll give it a couple more weeks before I make a decision if that was a, a good move on bringing him in with him. Or if that was a bad move. I was going to say the same thing with giving it a few weeks until I like it. But I still don't know why it had to be Miro specifically. Because, so, okay, so you saw, did you see the segment? Did you actually see that part? Remember when, like, right after Pillman Jr. went back to the backstage and how Kip Sabian was saying, like, oh, this best man is, like, really good looking, reminds me of myself kind of thing. Along those, along, along those lines, to me, I actually thought Kip Sabian was being sarcastic when he said that, you know, because I feel like Kip is a type of character where he's a little bit cocky, a little bit about himself kind of thing. 
So I thought he was saying that as he's introducing the best man, as if he wasn't a good looking guy, someone who's not good looking. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Miro is not a bad looking guy. (laughs) He's not a bad looking guy. So I didn't, I was not expecting him. I wasn't expecting him to come out. I had a feeling it was going to be a former WWE, one of the recent release superstars, but I didn't, I didn't feel like it was going to be Miro specifically. The first person that came to mind when I, when he said that, and no offense to this guy, but I thought it was going to be Rowan at first because oh, okay, okay. I, f- I felt like Makes that would exactly. <laughs> I feel like that was going to work better because you have Kip Sabian who I feel like should get a major push in the company. Someone who kind of like an MJF and Wardlow type of situation where you have a smaller guy cutting the promos, um, doing all the talking and then you have a big guy who just partnered with him. And then, you know, because Roman, when he was in WWE, majority of, he, majority of his WWE career, he barely spoke on the mic. You barely heard from him on the mic. Yeah. So I feel like if you put Rowan, because he was never a good promo person, in my opinion. I never thought he was yeah. good on the mic when he spoke. But I feel like if you were to put him with Kip Sabian, that would make him stand out even more. Because now when you have Miro partner with Kip Sabian, especially with last week when his promo, people are going to focus more on Miro over Kip. You know, people are going to be like, oh, Miro and Kip. People are going to focus more on him when in fact people should be focusing more on Kip instead of Miro. So it's like, it's... Yeah, I see, I see where you're going. Yeah, yeah. Now like, Miro, that's going to be tough for him to overcome. Exactly. Now Miro's uh, going to get the push over Kip. I feel like that's why I'm confused and why they put them together. I think they're gonna put. I think um, like when he introduced him, like the way you said, I kind of thought of Rusev because like, well, Miro when he left, before he left, that was kind of like his character. Like he was saying, "Oh, I'm such a good-looking guy." If you remember, that was like his whole thing that he was trying to play off when um, him and Bobby were having that feud. So, but I was like, no way. No way it's him. He has no, like, there's no ties to him with AEW, but then he showed up. So I think he's going to be more of, like, the muscle behind Kip. Okay. Like, I think that's what they're going to try to do. I could also see them pairing them up and having them both being cocky guys, saying, oh, we're the best-looking guys in AEW, and they could do the whole a whole tag team run. You know what I mean? Before you give Kip Saban a real, like, uh, singles run. You know what I mean? Like, you could have them run as a tag team together. And then, who even knows? They could both hold single titles. But Miro, I think, should be nowhere near the world title. I think Kip should be there before him. Exactly. That's what I was saying, too. Because... They're, they're, they're definitely the company that focuses more on the fans in WWE. Not saying they don't, but, you know, AEW listens to their fans. And I feel like if people, if the fans focus, like I said, focus more on him and show him more attention, then he might get the world title picture before Kip. So yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm scared of. That's what I'm worried about. And that's what I'm like, okay, should Miro get a singles run first? Because they, they like to give pushes to the guys who recently signed with AEW. As soon as they well, get into the company, they automatically get a big push. Like yeah. Brian Cage, first match, he got a world title match. Lance Archer, he got a TNT championship, and now he's for the world 
uh, championship pitcher now too. So I feel like, I don't know, maybe he will get a title shot right away or maybe not. I'm not sure. I, I think what happens is that since they get signed and it's such a big name, it's kind of like in WWE. It depends how big of a name they are. Like the club and AJ went straight to the main roster. Yeah. You know what I mean? Guys like that will go straight to the main roster. Just like in AEW, guys who have a big name will automatically get that push, like you're saying. But guys like a MJF, Kip, um, who else is down there? That's like, like Sammy Guevara. Yeah, they will put them in a spot to let them work their way up. Not saying they'll hold them down though. You know, what I mean, they'll let yeah. them flourish. Like, if you've seen, like a lot of people like to say AEW just relies on WWE guys. If you look at their roster, a lot of the young guys are making names for themselves. And that's like, what it should. That's what it should be too. They should focus on those guys getting big pushes too. Exactly. Like people are calling MJF one of the greatest heels in a while. People are comparing him to the Miz when the Miz had that uh run. WWE championship. Run. Yeah. When uh not when he had the title when um when he had that whole few when when he um was talking about Daniel Bryan and stuff like when he went off on him and talking smack. Oh yeah. I was like was, yeah, yeah. People yeah. were comparing MJF to him. Like, during that time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's a lot of guys, if you think about it, like, um, Proud and Powerful, where Ortiz and Santana, uh, and, um, Santana, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of the young guys' private party, they're building them up. So, like, I hate when people say, oh, they're relying on the WWE guys. Like, yeah, they come in and they give them a little push, but that's because people know them. Yeah. And, like, Ambrose. Moxley. Call him Ambrose. <laughs> yeah. Moxley. Moxley. I still got to get used to it. Yeah, me too. Because I've called him Ambrose for so long. Like, even when he first started in WWE, I had to, because I, I, was, I used to watch CZW, so I had to get off of the Moxley name I, or Mox. So I had to get back into Ambrose, and now I can't change it. So Moxley is the champion right now, but since he's such a big name, they're going to throw guys at him to help him build them up. So even though he's beating them, if you look at the matches, they're having great matches with him. Same thing with Cody. Like if you saw when he was doing that open shit, when he was doing the open challenge for the title, the matches that he had with Mark Quinn, Sonny Kiss really took them to like that they made them believable. You were like, Oh whoa, they're not just a character, they're actually super nice in the ring. Do you think that Miro could do the same thing with Kip? Like if you partnered them together, do you think it would make Kip stand out more? I think so. I think so, especially if you have him as the muscle. Don't have him overshadow him. Let Kip do all the talking. Let Miro just stand in the ring when they when he's cutting his promo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. don't have Miro speak too much. Kind of do um. Trying to think of a good comparison that somebody had like as a muscle because MJF and Warthog. Yeah, but, like, all the guys that have muscles are always, like, huge. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. guys with muscles are always built. They're all tall. Like, I'm trying to think of somebody because they're kind of, like, the same. Maybe Luchasaurus. No, because Luchasaurus is tall. Yeah. Like, Jungle. I was going to say Jurassic Express. How Luchasaurus is the big man and and Jungle say, Boy I, is the athletic one. I would say they're more comparable to, like, uh, Jericho and Hager. Okay. Okay. Because they're kind of like Hager's a little bit taller than him. They're kind of the same build, but he's still the muscle. Yeah. In the group. 
You know what I mean? So that's like Miro and Kip. He's going to be the muscle. He's going to be the one to get them out of trouble when they're in trouble. Do you think that he'll feel better with Jimmy Havoc and how that was going prior to his release? Because that, that was going somewhere too, I feel like. Them two had a really great connection, even though they were different characters. Yeah. I feel like now with Kip Sabian and Miro, like you said, yeah, this is a kind of similar characters. Do you think that would be better than, or somewhat the same as Havoc? I think it's going to be the same. I think they're going to try and go the same route as they were going to try and do with Havoc. It's just, will it work out? And now will it work out with Miro? I, yeah, I feel like it will. I feel like I it think, will. I, I just, think so, too. And now, because, like, like you were saying, Miro might overshadow him now because like, he's a big name and stuff. But now you're going to have more eyes on Kip because he's with Miro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same reason I feel they put Matt Hardy with Private Party. So you could be like, Oh, Matt Hardy's managing a tag team in AEW? Yeah. Who's yeah. that? Oh, pri- oh, they're pretty dope. So it's going to be the same thing. Oh, Miro's in AEW? Oh, who's he with? Oh, this kid's actually nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's going to put more eyes on him. So it might hurt at the beginning with him overshadowing him, but he's going to get his he's gonna get his due. When I, when, I, cause when I said before with Rowan, do you feel like that would have worked out? Just as similar in a way, if you had, because I feel like when I when I when I mentioned Rowan, I feel like that would have been perfect because you have someone who's not that good looking, with Kip Sabian who thinks he's a good looking guy. Yeah. Does that make him feel like and a he's better a choice? Huge beast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it probably would have been a better choice, but if you're gonna have them fight together, like do tag team matches, I think Miro is the guy, the better one in the ring. I think. I think Miro's incredible in the ring. And now he's gotten more in shape than he was in WWE. He's lost the weight. Who knows what he could do in the ring now? You know what I mean? Yeah, really. Because he was moving around when he was a big boy. Yeah. Like, I remember when he first came up from NXT and, then, and he had that match with Cena in 31. And he was keeping, like, even though he's younger than John, he was a – he's – he moved around, a bit so, yeah. More, you know what I mean? So yeah. he can move around. Same way with, like, a Bray Wyatt. When Bray Wyatt lost a little bit of weight, he got more athletic. And it's like, okay. Same with Biggie. Biggie, too. Exactly. So we can only see what happens with Miro. I'm excited. I'm Like I said, I'm going to wait a little bit. I'm going to watch it tonight to see if that escalates a little bit more. Have they I'm announced s- anything for tonight? Apparently, he's cutting a promo. Another wow. promo. This guy's a match, man. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm. That's what I was thinking too. Like, get get him straight to it. Yeah, let him debut already. Exactly. But uh, apparently, Miro is going to be talking again tonight for the second week in a row. That's what I'm also scared about too. Because if you could, if you give Miro two weeks in a row to talk, yeah, it's too, too much. Too much mic time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he'll get cut off though. I don't know by who, but this will tie into whatever he's gonna be doing down the road. I see him. Somebody's tr- gonna cut him off. I see him turning heel eventually on Kip Sabian. That's what I was thinking, too. I feel like eventually on the lines, they're going to have a singles one-on-one feud to make them both look better at yeah. a pay-per-view. Because I think the last time he had a pay-per-view match was maybe at, I think I think it was All Out. No, Double Nothing last year to the last time Kip Sabian had a singles one-on-one pay-per-view. And that was at the buy-in, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I feel like if you, if you put Kip Sabian in a one-on-one match, especially against Miro... At a pay-per-view, not at the buy-in, that 
will escalate both of them even bigger in the company. Yeah. And if you have Miro as a heel or babyface and a Kip as a heel, that's going to make people hate it even more. Exactly. So that's what, that's what I feel like people are going to – that's, that's what, what it's going to. That's what I was going to ask, too. I was going to say, isn't Kip a heel? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you'll have Miro turn babyface on him. Or even the other way around if they really want to have that shock factor. But I don't know about Kip as a babyface. Yeah, me too. That's... There's, certain, there's certain wrestlers that can't pull it off. That is true. That is true. I could name a whole bunch that's doing it right now, and they can't pull it off. That's why. That's why I was also confused with too, because if you have a baby face with a heel, you know, Kip and Miro together as, and like I said, a baby face and a heel. Where is this going at? Is one of them eventually turning heel? To one of them ending up being a baby face? I don't know where this is going. Yeah, like Miro came out last week and it was everyone. Out, everyone was baby face yeah, yeah, vibe. vibe. And everyone was chanting him with him too, so I feel yeah. like that was a that was going well for him. But this week might be the turnaround. Maybe this is why they're giving him another mic, like another uh, promo, so yeah. that he can actually do a heel promo. You know what I mean? So that now you know for definite, okay, yeah, this is where he stands in the company. Yeah, hopefully that's well, a yeah. big baby face promo. I don't, th- I, don't, promo. I don't think they were expecting that from last week from the, from the fans. I think they were, he was supposed to be a heel last week. But everyone just went along with it as a baby face. Yeah, so that's why it's that's a new, it's a yeah. new uh, signee. So everybody's gonna be hype about it. That's why I felt they messed up a, a little bit. They should have had him at least interfere during a match or something instead of just announcing it right there, because that was yeah. the mistake for them. And like I said, if you if you have Kip Sabian in the match and randomly Rusev comes out and costs him the match, people are gonna be like, "What the hell is going on?" And they're gonna start booing him. So that's why I feel yeah. like was the mistake with that part. And they should have just done something differently for that. I can see. I feel you on that. Yeah, they kind of they could have did that. That would have been a that would have been a better route to go, especially if you're gonna show that he's a heel. Yeah. Um. So another thing that I wanted to talk about happened on SmackDown that I'm kind of confused about last week. What's up? What happened on SmackDown? The, now I'm thinking about it. The Fatal Four rematch for the number one contender spot for the women's championship. I still don't know why Nikki Cross is in the title picture, and I don't know why Naomi isn't. I have no idea. I, I have no idea, to be honest. I thought... Naomi wasn't even in the match, no. first of all. That's the first thing. Nikki Cross was, again, for the second time, most likely going to lose this match at Class of Champions, but again, she's put into the title picture for no reason. Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't get what I they're guess, trying to do. I guess maybe they're just trying to build her, like try and build her up the best they can. Like, I don't really know, to be honest. Like, do you think this time is the time that she's going to take the belt off? I don't think so. If anything, they should have Sasha versus Bailey for the title first got, before yeah, she loses built, it. They got built that up, though. They, that's what I feel like they were doing for, the, for this match. During this match, I feel like Sasha is going to maybe show up at Class of Champions. I'm not necessarily in a way where she cost Bailey the match, but... Maybe after that match, when she wins it, like she maybe she might. I feel like she might let Bailey win, so she could be the one to take the title off her, in a way where it's like, oh, you think I'm a? Because I think one time Bailey did mention that Sasha never successfully retained the Raw Women's Championship, and I feel like that might set her off. So I feel like okay, now let me beat you for the championship since you can't successfully retain it against me. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I feel like that's the route they're heading towards 
So that's why out of those four who competed on SmackDown, I feel like Nikki Cross would have been the one to easily beat and be like, okay, move on. She's the one that's out. Yeah. That's what well, I that feel. was like the same time that they did with the Fatal 4-Way for the men. Even though, like, you knew when they put Uso in, it was like, they're probably going to go with Uso because that makes no sense at all of why they put him in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it kind of gave it away, but not really because you were like, they got to give it to him. But then when you're watching a match, you're like, they can't give it to him. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that, I think what happens with the Bailey and Sasha storyline is that they're trying to play it down the road. I think they're really pushing to see if they can try and get it in front of a crowd before they put it in front of nobody. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a tough – it's tough because that storyline is hot right now. That's what you would want to do, but it's tough just to do it one pay-per-view and then it's over. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But I think they're going to try to play it down the road. Maybe Survivor Series. If they really want to, they could, they could push it all the way to – the rumble, like they could do a lot of things with it. Because I feel like I think Hell in a Cell is the next pay per view after this. Because yeah. last you, year, did you see they changed the date? Is it November first, I believe, or October? 26th. Oh, yeah, yeah, they moved it. They moved it back. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, because their contract ends the thirtieth, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so the Thunderdome. Yeah, hold that out. I have to change that date real quick. And it's the same It's the same weekend as the TNA pay-per-view, as the Impact pay-per-view. Is it the day before, though? Bound for Glory? So, yeah. 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 Is, it, is it on a Saturday? I'm not, usually the pay-per-views are on Saturday, I think. Aren't they? Uh, yeah, but sometimes their big ones aren't. Like, hold on, let me see. Because I think it's Slammiversary, right? Bound for Glory. Slammiversary oh, already Bound for Glory, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, Slammiversary and Bound for Glory are like the two big ones. And usually, even though Slammiversary was on a Saturday this year, right? Yeah, I think so. Let me see. I'll tell you right now. October 24th. That's the day before. That's a Saturday. Yeah. Okay, so Saturday. Okay. It's still the same weekend. I mean... I guess they don't see them as competition, so they're like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's not the same day at the least. You know, yeah. It's not the same day. So I was going to say, like, I feel like Bailey and Sasha should at least go to Hell in a Cell because last year, Sasha and Becky put on an amazing performance in that Hell in a Cell match that really, really did well. But it should have been the main event, but I feel like Sasha now being in a match with Bailey with higher stakes – and especially for another championship match, that could really give a bigger push for the storyline where it's not the end of it, but where it's like, okay, this is the last match. We're going to only match we're going to have together. Then maybe in the future, they can eventually bring that back up where it's like, okay, you beat me last year at Hell in a Cell. My attempt to beat you and prove to you that you could lose the title to me. Let me ask you a question because I'm, I'm so confused on this. Wait, before I ask you that question, I think why, um, why they didn't put them as the main event was because of how WWE got a reaction to WrestleMania's main event. So they were iffy on putting women as the main event for a while. I think now they're good on it. I think now they'll do it no problem. But I think back then they were still like, okay, let's take it easy. Let's see how this goes after a while. Because 35, that was a bad, that was a bad way to end the pay-per-view. I'll be yeah. straight up. I'll be straight up. I was... 
I was in attendance and the place just was confused because it was like a roll up, first of all. Ronda had her her shoulder up, Shoulder up. Yeah. Yeah, So it was like, that's how you're going to end this mania, like on a big, and then you don't I think I think that was, I think that was an accident. I don't think that was intentionally for it. Yeah, that was an accident. But also they never, they never brought it back up, which I think they'll bring back up when Ronda comes back. Yeah. But, and when Becky comes back too, because she's exactly. pregnant. Exactly. But um, I was going to ask you a question. Sasha, is she like, what brand is she on? Definitely not. SmackDown. She's on SmackDown. She's on SmackDown? Yeah. Okay. Because, I don't know. Wasn't she on Raw? They were both on Raw because they were tag team champions, but she's really on yeah, SmackDown. Yeah, but was it, but she was the Raw Women's Champion. No. She, 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 last year in the draft, she was on SmackDown. Just never, we haven't seen her for a while, I think, in the I, beginning of that. I don't know. I feel like she's fought for the Raw Women's Champion. She has? Yeah. I don't remember her being... Hold on. Let me see now. <laughs> I think the last... If, if you look back at the draft, last year's draft recap, I think she got drafted to SmackDown. Hold on. I'm pretty hold sure. Because I got to look this up right now. Because I feel like she was in the... Like, she fought for the title at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I got I got to look this up. You can keep talking as I look this up. Um. So yeah, I was gonna um back to the the, the Ronda Rousey situation and Becky Lynch. That should continue. I felt like that should have continued a while ago if Ronda didn't leave, because that's a great way to bring up the fact that she never really pinned him because her shoulder was up. So I feel like that should have been a great way to bring up eventually when they would both return, since the fact that they both. You know, like, oh, you didn't beat me. Because I think when we did the ringside podcast a couple, couple like last year, uh, you mentioned the fact that they sh- that Ronda versus Becky should have been kind of like the Rock versus Stone Cold kind of yes. thing where three WrestleManias in a row to both face off together. Yeah, and they just threw that out the window. Yeah. They, oh, before, they... before we go on, Sasha was a champion. And I just remember now she lost at SummerSlam to Oscar. Remember yeah, she, yeah, yeah, she was. Uh, so, she pick was a brand, buddy. Pick a brand. Yeah, she she won it because they were competing on both shows because they were the, also the Raw Tag, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. So technically, their rules is that they're they could be, they could appear on all three brands. That's the rule for the Women's Tag Team Championships. I guess whatever, but yes, Becky versus Ronda should have been like The Rock and Austin. They should have had multiple matches, especially after the way that match ended. And um, you also brought up. I remember when you brought up before the fact that. They were hesitant about having the woman main event at WrestleMania. Survivor Series, the the Sheena Baszler versus Bailey versus Becky was also the main event, and that also had people confused too. I don't know if you remember the ending of that one, where um, I think I forgot who one of the one clean. It was a clean win. Was it Sheena? I think so. Then Becky just Becky just randomly Becky just randomly attacked her for no reason, and then it just ended. I'm like. Okay, what what was that for? We already know they have beef. Why why are they gonna continue that part? You know, they're not gonna feud ever again, which they did eventually. But they weren't. She was still on NXT, so why would you have Becky attack her if it was gonna end right there? Can I just say now that we're talking about Shayna? Oh my God, the way they, the disrespect she gets, the disrespect. Like you had her do that. You had her beat. I think it was Becky and Bailey, I want to say, was champion at the time. Yeah. Had them beat them, too. 
She gets attacked. Okay, she's not in the main roster yet. She goes into elimination chamber. She eliminates everybody by herself. And then you have her lose on a fucking roll-up at WrestleMania? <laughs> and that's that was... two, two years in a row. Becky's fucking confusing me at WrestleMania. Because even that match, I was like, you're not going to end it like that. Stop it. You fucking ended it like that. And then don't do nothing with her for months. For months. Until now, you bring her back. And she's doing her fucking, she wins the fucking tag titles. What one thing? Tag t- and let's talk about that too, because they're doing the same thing AEW does, just putting two people together and calling them a tag team. You have women tag teams, just give it to one of them. You got um, you got the iconics, which it broke up for some reason. Like, because I was I just, gonna, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. One thing they messed up for sure with Shayna Baszler when she debuted was the fact that they didn't bring up um. The two other horsewomen with her, Marina and Jessamine. Yeah, that, that that was, was huge. They waited till right before SummerSlam to bring them up to the main roster, which we have still haven't seen. Underground. Exactly. Really, we get it. They're MMA fighters. What we get that part. We understand. They used to do MMA. Uh, yeah, yeah, get yeah. The joke. This is WWE. Make them wrestle for once. They exactly. should have been. My prediction for because I think that tag team championship match when they won it was at Payback, I believe. Um, yeah. Because they won it right after SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah. and w- what my prediction for that was to have Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke the ones to beat Sasha and Bailey for it. Because my prediction was, um, you know, Oscar. I mean, Sasha Banks lost the match to Oscar, and then you have the reason they. I was thinking that the reason that she should have lost was due to the fact that Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir interferes. And takes out Bailey. Sasha looks for Bailey around the ring, like, "Oh, where are you at? I can't find you." Then they come out of nowhere and attack Bailey. Like I said, attack Bailey, and then that's where she gets distracted. Oscar rolls up and pins her and wins the title. Then that's how you bring up the feud with them two versus the tag team championships for payback, and they win it because they're technically a tag team. Marina Shafir and Jessamyn. But, that, but that's why they didn't do it. Because they're a fucking tag team. And they don't want to give it to tag teams. They want to give it to people they just put together. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why I'm confused. Also, I'm, I'm not mad that Shayna, Shayna got the title. Like, the tag title. Happy for her. Nia Jax. Really? Really. I'm fucking tired of her. Just because she's related to The Rock doesn't mean you got to suck on her dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, get me tight about that. Because it's like, she's, I don't think she's all that. I don't think she's all that. She's just, she's big. So she's like, she looks like a beast. You know what I mean? Like, of course she's going to, she could beat everybody in her path. Yeah. But she's unsafe, homie. She's, she's unsafe. Uns- she just everybody. Give her the Big Show treatment. Like, have you heard what they did to Big Show when he was coming up? Like, no. uh, So he was coming up and like, he was still like, when he went to WCW, they trained him for like a couple months only, and then they debuted him. That's why he never did like a whole bunch of moves like that. Got to WWF, they signed him because he was a big name, but he wasn't trained properly. So they sent him back to OVW to get trained. Send Nia back down to NXT to f- just to work on her on her moves. 
She's hurting people out there, and you're rewarding her by giving her a tag team title. Like, because that's why Big Show, like, disappeared for a little bit. Um, I think he disappeared, like, in 2000, and then they come back to, like, the end of 2002, I want to say. I want to say that's correct. But, yeah, just, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. I feel like even if it was with Shayna, you should have put one of the horsewomen with her to win the tag team titles, not just put her with Nia. Yeah. And then I mean, now, what are you really building towards with that? Because that's the thing, too, with this whole I, – I just hate the fact that when WWE does this, where they put two people who hate each other, especially two people that hate each other, and put them as a tag team. Like, it's right in the past, yeah. But – this doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work every single time they put two rivals together. Usually it's just, when they do that, it's building towards a, a rivalry story. Yeah. yeah. Usually one of them has another title or something that the other one wants. As we saw, John Cena did it with Sean, I think like in 2007 or something, that they were going to fight Mania. I think John had the belt, so they gave, it to, they gave them the tag titles. Cool. They hated each other. Well, not really. They just... Uh, that storyline was it because it was both like they were both kind of baby face. It was weird, but like it worked in the past year. But if you're building towards something, this I feel like it's just let's just do it to do it. Let's just yeah. let's just get the titles off Sasha and Bailey so that they can turn on each other and do all that stuff. But there's so many other people. Riot Squad. I forgot about Riot Squad is back together. You could have gave it to them. They they are they're facing each other at at. Um, not a class of champions. So technically, I think they might win that day. I don't want to get Ooh. into it. Riot Squad, and and, and they're, she, they're facing the for the tag team championships at class of champions. So no, now now that they got the tag belts, they should hold them for a while. The only way you have them lose it is by you got to have a heel tag team. You got to build a team as heels. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have somebody that's gonna cheat because you got uh my son Big Body Naya and you got the beast Shayna. Shayna tap you out real quick. Naya will knock you out real quick. You know what I mean? Like now they gotta hold it for a while. They can't just have them lose it real quick. You can't just do that to them too, because then it's gonna hurt their characters. Especially Shayna's, which You've already hurt so much. You, you went to the peak point having her win the elimination chamber and eliminate everybody by herself and then have her lose on a roll-up. Don't use her for months. Have her come back, do Raw on the ground, win a tag team title, and she's not even a tag team. And then you're going to take it off of her in a couple months. And she better not take the pin. Shayna, when they lose those belts, Shayna... Better not take the pin, because that's gonna be wow. Unless she, she took unless the pin like on a, SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, yeah. That's already one mistake, one strike right, right there. They just, I don't know why WWE does this to people. Like, you finally have a superstar that people like that you've actually built. You know what I mean? Like, because that's Vince's whole thing. Vince's whole thing is like, if I didn't build you, I don't really care about you. you it's because I mean? he, he he doesn't watch NXT. So when 
all these NXT superstars are getting these builds. He doesn't know how popular they are. They're just like, oh, I heard this person's good. And then just call them up. And then when he uses them on, main, on the main roster, he doesn't know what to do because he hasn't seen them before. So exactly. what, it's, it's, kind of, it's kind of new to him every single time he sees them on the main roster. And exactly. also with the storylines too, I feel like he has no plan with them to begin with. He's like, okay, you're going to do this for this month. And then when this is over, I'll figure out later when, what we're going to do. And then when that happens, it's like, okay, I don't have anything for you right now. So I'll figure it out eventually. And that's yeah, what I think he does. Is, his whole thing is, oh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. But it's like. He figures it out as it goes along instead of having a whole plan out for the whole entire year or months. Exactly. I think like he's like in the past, he's had it. That's why the product used to be so captivating because he, they had it actually planned out. Now it's just from a week to week basis. Uh, you're going to do this. Okay. But like, I don't know. It's just like, we'll take like an AJ Styles. I love using AJ Styles as this, um, like as an example. AJ Styles came into WWE. AJ Styles was not made in WWE. Everyone knew AJ Styles from TNA, Ring of Honor, New Japan, everywhere he's worked. So, if you think about the first year AJ was there, okay, he debuted at the Rumble. He lost the Rumble. Everybody knew that was going to happen. He's not going to just come in and win it, which would have been a shock factor if he would have came in and won it, which would have brought more eyes to WrestleMania. But it is what it is. Then at his first man, he faces Jericho, right? I think he took the L. Did I think he? so. I'm not sure. I he, yeah, I think he went up for the Styles Clash. Up, I forgot. No, I think I, I forgot what he went. I think maybe for the forearm, and uh, Jericho hit him with the cold breaker. Cold breaker, and I think okay. that's how he lost. Then the next night on the Raw after Mania, he he went into the Fatal Four Way for the number one contender spot. He won it. Everybody was hyped. Everybody was like, oh, whoa, this might actually be something. First of all, everybody was shocked when that happened because I was at that Raw. It was silent for like a second after the last count because it was like, no fucking way. No shot you're giving him a number one contender shot this early. So everybody got hyped. Then two pay-per-views in a row, two pay-per-views in a row, he carries Roman Reigns to maybe Roman Reigns is best matches in his career. I would say they're top five for Roman Reigns' match and loses both of them. Then they got to move him, and that's for the Raw belt. Then they had to move him to SmackDown, and he was like, ah, just give him the belt on SmackDown. Give him the belt on SmackDown. Oh, he's the champion for a little bit, and that's it. Once he lost it, that, that was it. Then they put him in the mid-card title range. Yeah, he did the stuff with Cena, but Vince didn't really care about AJ, I think you know he. I, mean? I think you're just trying to make him do everything to see what he works best with. Because he's definitely, like he said, he just debuted on the roster, not NXT. So I feel like, okay, you have this new guy who apparently has a is a really really big name. What can we do with him? We but can't just. Even, but even then, like uh, I forgot what interview it was. AJ was like, yeah, Vince was surprised at the reaction. Like we said, Vince doesn't watch anything but WWE, so they're like. Let's see the reaction he got. He gets when he got that reaction. That was kind of like on Vince. It was like, all right, if you don't do something with this guy, it's you know what I mean. Like you gotta hold the L. So he had to do something with him. I mean, 
Like, yeah, he got another title shot. He got another title reign when he fought Nakamura. They gave us that. That, too, that match was, like, I think what happened was, like, if you look back at that match, a lot of people, like, trash it. It wasn't a bad match. What happens was we were spoiled with the Wrestle Kingdom match they had, I think, was it the year? uh, I think it was, like, three years before that. We were spoiled with that match because that match was incredible. Yeah. So when they fought at WrestleMania, it was kind of like they didn't live up to that expectation. Exactly. But if you ask someone like my brother who never saw the Wrestle Kingdom match, he thought that was the match of the night. So you got to look at it like that. Also, we're putting these expectations on these guys. But if you look at AJ versus the way Seth Rollins got treatment when Seth Rollins got called up, this is a guy that. Was apparently though, he was supposed to be the big name from when he got signed to FCW. Exactly, like he was a big name, but they say you know what was scratching all that. You're changing your name first of all, and that's why I think EC3 too was kind of like iffy because he came in already people knowing him, and Vince was like, I didn't create this character, so I could really care less what happens to him. He's gonna get less treatment more than a Roman Reigns who. Got trained at the Performance Center. Always been with WWE. You know what I mean? Like, Vince just likes guys that he built. And I, 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 speaking on the... In the 80s, too. It's been like that since forever. And uh, you mentioned before that people have expectations for certain superstars. Yes. And I feel like that's also a bad thing in terms of the fans, too. Because, for example, let's say if eventually you have someone like Adam Cole or John Gargano, Tapaso Champa get called up for the main roster and they don't get the treatment like a main event superstar, people are going to be mad because they weren't like that in NXT. So that's what I don't really get about the fans. Why? In terms of the fans, because of course, yeah, I want them to be main event. And Keith Lee is currently in the main event picture with the WWE title. I hope it doesn't mess up, <laughs> but eventually, <laughs> I hope that doesn't mess up. But it's already going a certain way that I'm just like, ah, whatever. <laughs> I hope I, that I feel like that could still go somewhere and still have weeks on that. But if you see oh, like yeah. someone like Gargano, Cole, Champa, if they don't, if they put him in the main event, then he loses a championship match and back down to mid card. People are gonna be mad, and I come against that part because not everyone is gonna be up there the whole entire career. And we've known that. Cena has held multiple United States Championship matches. Everybody has held multiple mid-card titles eventually in their career. So they're not going to be up there their whole entire career. They will at some points, but not the whole entire career. And that's what people find kind of really... They find that in a, in a negative way. Like They really have high, high expectations on these superstars because they know how much they're built back down in NXT. So and or, or elsewhere if they weren't in NXT, so that's where they feel like is wrong with the fans part. They have high expectations on certain superstars. That's, that's what it is. It's so it's not. I don't. Guys, I wouldn't. I wouldn't one hundred percent say it's Vince's fault, but it's kind of like fifty fifty. It's not one hundred percent Vince in my opinion. It's not one hundred. I would say eighty percent, twenty percent. It's it's not one hundred percent Vince though. That's all I'm gonna say. Because what happens is like like you said, they're being a, like they're being elite in NXT, you know what I mean? Like they're going crazy, which I also feel like NXT should they should stop calling it the developmental. Um, yeah, it's its own brand. 
put their title matches, like let them do their takeovers. Okay, that's their pay per view. But let them have their title matches sometimes on the pay per view. Like Survivor Series Mania. Like they exactly. did it last year and this year. Yeah, like, and switch them around. Like, have some main roster cards on, or main roster superstars yeah. on. Put them in the draft. I right, draft them. See what happens on SmackDown. Send some if people not, back down. If, if you don't really have anything for them, send them back to NXT the next draft. You know what I mean? Like, keep NXT as a brand. Don't just call it de- developmental because that's hurting it too. Because once they get called up, it's like, all right, it's, it's going to get crazy. They're about to go off. And it's like, you have that expectation. And also, what happens is the guys in the main roster are so, like, how can I say it? I'm trying to think of the word. Like, um, they're, oh my God, I can't even think of the word right now. Like, they're bigger than life. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Roman Reigns. Is it really believable to have an Adam Cole beat a Roman Reigns? To me, yes. Yeah. To maybe. Vince, no fucking way. You yeah. would have thought. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why I was like, uh, Keith Lee. Like, once I saw him get the NXT champion, I said, I, nobody's taking this off of him for a while. Then Cross came into the picture and said, okay, this is the guy to take it off him, took it off the next takeover, then he hurt himself, and now it's back to like, I wouldn't say small guys. Vince would say small guys yeah. as champions because you have the Gargano, the Champas, the Adam Coles. Those are technically small guys. Finn Balor. Yeah. But like, not technically. Like, if you would have, like, when Kevin Owens came into NXT and Samoa Joe, they were getting beat by Finn Balor. You know what I mean? Like, it's not that far-fetched. But he's making it look far-fetched. He's building these guys up to be animals. NXT, they're not doing that. NXT, they're showing that even though Joe will fuck you up, he could lose here and there. Roman Reigns, the only time he's lost is to bigger guys. Or when somebody cheats. The I know we, time, s- we spoke about this last week with Evolve getting bought into yes. WWE. I feel like they should, as you mentioned before, not make NXT developmental anymore and just make that developmental. Because first, number one, the name itself, Evolve, sounds perfect for a developmental system. Because they're evolving to, to superstars, like how they yeah. use NXT with the next breakout star. And um, two, I don't think Evolve was ever, ever televised. I think the only way people saw it is when they actually went to the show. I, don't, I tried looking it up. I, I've never found it on television yeah, or anywhere they, to watch it. Yeah, they only did um, like uh, the Fight TV pay-per-views and stuff like that. They only did pay-per-views. Pay-per-view, like, yeah. They so, were never like on a syndicated channel or whatever. Yeah. They only did like Fight TV or you could find full shows on like YouTube and stuff. But they were never like on television. Yeah, so back when it was FCW, those weren't televised. They were on YouTube, but they weren't televised. Not many people saw FCW and knew everyone who was on there and yeah. people who were getting called up. So if they go they back... They were only th- televised in Florida, I think, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So Florida. you only knew it if you were over there. Yeah, so if you have Evolve, who's not really televised, you won't know who everyone is, even though big names have wrestled there. People might know them now, but eventually if you keep... If you put developmental WWE developmental superstars back to evolve, have them wrestle. You don't know. You won't know who they are unless you go to an event where 
if they get called up, get called up to the main roster, um, you won't know who they are. So you don't know if they have big expectations for this guy. Because back when it was FCW, if a superstar got called up, not a lot of people knew who they were. So when when Sheamus debuted in, in ECW 2009, did you know him? No. no exactly. Exactly. No so so people don't didn't have expectations. Like, oh, is this guy going to be a bust or is he going to be big? And then eventually it worked out, but not that happened for everybody else. Like, oh, you don't know if they're going to be good or not because we don't know them. Yeah. They feel like that's the way they should go in terms of developmental and bringing up people to the main roster because that's the better way than having high expectations for an NXT superstar over expectations over somebody you don't know. So I feel like that's the better that's I route. I still say it, just make NXT a brand. Exactly. Just move them around, but don't move everywhere. Like, you can't move everybody all at once. You know what I mean? And even bring Roman Reigns into NXT one draft just to, just to help the young guys. Yeah, like, yeah. you could still put the title on him. I mean, I'm against that. But you could still put a title on him or just have him be in a big feud and have him go against Adam Cole. But guess what? Even though Adam Cole doesn't have that build, he's still a heel. And he's got Undisputed Era behind him. So even though he doesn't have the build look, he can still beat him in the way that Roman Reigns always loses, as in people cheating and stuff. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I think it would just be... I think that would help NXT. And like you said, with the expectation, like... Okay, they're already in NXT. They did all this stuff in NXT. Okay, now let's see what they do with Raw. Okay, SmackDown. Oh, they didn't do that much. Yeah, but did you see what they did in NXT? Like, that's still a brand. You don't have to say, oh, yeah, but developmental, they, they were really going on. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just just make it a brand already. I, I think they're slowly bringing that up because you had you had them compete in NXT um, at Survivor Series last year. You had a NXT Women's Championship match at Mania. Then you had, I think it's rumored, I'm not 100% sure, that they might be actually not be involved in the draft this year. I don't know. I can't really <laughs> mark off on that. But I, if they do, that's like a really, really big step. Because you do have a lot of guys in the main roster who need to go back down, who need yeah. time there and rebuild a new character or train better, if that's the case. Because there's a lot of guys we don't see anymore. Like Bo Dallas, especially. Bo Dallas, we haven't seen him in weeks. Doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't seen him in months. I thought he was released, to be honest. I thought he was released. That's how bad he hasn't been seen. I thought so, too, to be honest. But, um, like, I always thought, like, when NXT was first, like, being built up when they were having like when they were in their prime like I'm talking about when Finn Balor Ray moved up and they had uh, Owen Zane you know what I mean they had that lineup they should have been bringing in guys from the main roster like I think when the, they shouldn't do a draft Switch they up. should do a the shake should, up kind of way they should do a thing that's like okay everybody right now on the main roster like it's a storyline nobody's really this isn't really happening you know what I mean but Everybody's on a one-year contract. You're on a one-year contract for this show. So then, instead of bringing them into the draft and being like, oh, NXT is drafted, you have William Regal just come out like one week, oh, I've signed some of the biggest free agents. You're going to think it's indie guys, but free agents meaning guys that are on the main roster. 
because their contract expired on the main roster. You know what I mean? Like, instead of doing, like, a whole draft and knowing who's coming, do it as a surprise. Do something that, like, nobody would ever think. Like, I'm trying to think of a name. No one would ever think The Fiend would be back in NXT. Oh, no. You know what I mean? No. And he could come back and be like, I never won the title here, but that's why I'm here. That's why I came back. That's why William Regal signed me. Same thing with the Roman Reigns. I I've done everything in the I've done everything in the main roster, except hold the NXT title. You know what I mean? That, you could do should, stuff like that. They should do it with Becky when she returns, because I don't think she won the women's championship there. You know, kind of. Uh, I don't think so. No. So if they because uh, Becky, she didn't get her treatment so right. About, let's talk about Becky. Let's okay. Talk about Becky. I was big on Becky when she got pulled. I loved Becky in NXT. Go on your ranch, well. Go on your ranch. Yo, Becky was like, I was like, yo, I'm so happy she got called up. Like her and Sasha, they were they were everything in NXT. You know what I mean? Like, of yeah. course, you had Bailey. I was cool. I was a fan of Bailey. Charlotte, I was like, ah, it was just like, what happened with Charlotte is that they do too much with her. Like, we get it. She's a flair. Yeah. She doesn't have to have every title. She doesn't have to be in every title match like you could have her just do a few that's not for a title you know that right like yeah yeah it's just stuff like that but like i was big on sasha and bailey when they got called up i think this is a hot take because people were like oh no the right person won or people say oh sasha should have won i think becky should have won the first women's title at wrestlemania 32 I think she should have been the champion. I think she should beat both Charlotte and Sasha. I think that would have sped up her superstardom. Um, I was cool with Becky. I was cool with Becky all the way until the man wasn't a fan of it. Was not a fan of the whole man gimmick. It was more like they were trying to do... Like, people were saying, oh, that reminds me of the Stone Cold angles. Like, she's reminding me of Stone Cold. No, they're just ripping off Stone Cold angles. They're making you think that she's Stone Cold. Um, it was just, like, it seemed, like, at first it was cool. Oh, man. Then it became a little forced. You know what I mean? Like, when they attacked Raw before Survivor Series, that was the first time I was like, yo, Becky is leading this. She, yo, like, Dan was like, oh, yeah, she's a man. Yo, that's dope. Then when she got into calling herself a man, they started making merch. They started treating her like she was the biggest heel in the world. I feel like it got a little corny. It, it got, I feel like it got more far-fetched. We, yeah, far-fetched as it went yeah. along, especially during the media time. That was like, come on, relax. We get it. <laughs> by, yo, by the time Roy Rumble came around, I was fucking tired of her. I was tired of her. I was tired of her. You get tired of characters. You ever gotten, gotten tired of somebody? A lot. Yeah, that happens all the time. I got tired of her. Then they had her do the Roy Rumble thing. Oh, she's injured, but she still, she attacked. forgot who she attacked, and she entered the Roy Rumble and won. Oh. And then you're doing all this stuff leading up to WrestleMania. It's just like, you're doing too much. Like, you, like, I think what happened with WWE, they saw that was working so well. Well, they continued it. They said, you know what? We're going to capitalize on this. 
it's cool to capitalize on things. Now, yeah. when you overdo things, that's where it gets into that tricky area. Like, I felt like a lot of things they were overdoing with her. Then the media match happened. And then she won the way she did. That match was very... Wasn't a big fan of the match. My my dad said, because he was at Mania with us, he said, nah, you gotta just rewatch it, because you know what happened? It was it was a it was a long show. You just you had too much wrestling in you by that main event you were tired. Guess what? Went back to rewatch it, hated it even more because of the commentary that was added onto it. So that happened. Then they do this whole run with her, her just dominating everybody. And she's still calling herself a man. I I just got tired of her. I'm still tired of her. I hope... I loved Becky. Loved her. I hope she comes back with a different gimmick. Because, wow. Wow, wow, wow. She gets me tight. And then they did the whole thing with her and Rollins. Oh, my God. And by then, I was already tired of Rollins. As we talked about earlier, people who can't be a babyface, that's the top of my fucking list. Rollins is not a babyface guy. Get him off. By the time WrestleMania 35 happened, I was tired of him. When he came out and with the fucking burn it down, I hated when they added that shit to his song. Hated it. That's when I started getting tired of him. You see, I'm getting into my little rant right now. There you go. So I got but to- you rant, go. Go ahead. Go so ahead. I was happy that after Becky uh-huh. left, it took her to get knocked up that they said, you know what? We're going to turn him into a heel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, you went there. You went there. We're, we're <laughs> gonna turn him into a heel. We're gonna make him. And uh, now he has the best gimmick that he's had in years, the Messiah. At the beginning, I was like, "This is a little weird." It's weird. First of all, that's controversial. People are gonna like get tight about it. But I like the gimmick, but I just got tired of both of them. And like I said, he's not the person to be a. He's not the person to be a babyface. And Becky's not the type of person to be a heel. Because the thing, they what messed up with Becky was they were suppo- she was supposed to be a heel at first. People were supposed to hate her. That's the point. But when pe- when she got hit by Naya, that's when people all of a sudden turned on her and started to like her again. So that character didn't coexist with her trying to be a heel, but people love her. So it didn't go well together. Yeah. That's what confused a lot of people, and especially with Vince, and trying to book her in that way. So I think he kind of forced it, like, oh, he's more of that what you love. Continue on doing it, and then he continued on doing it, and then it became a pattern where it's like, oh, she's the man. Have her get into more violent stuff. Have her get hurt more. You know, I guess that's what they're trying to do with her and trying to continue that that build and how she was, like I said, being the man and, you know, trying to, to get hurt a lot as in a way for people to get her to like her even more. It was just – I just felt it was just trying too hard. Yeah, that's what I was like, going to say too. Like, cool – you got people to like Becky now, but that's what happened. They were like, "Oh, people finally like are behind her. Let's yeah. let's go all the way with it." I was just like, "Take it easy." And that was another thing: the WrestleMania 35 match. I mean, the 36 match. You already know she's leaving. Why, Why are you having yeah. her? Like, I don't. Know. They should. Why are you having her defend it? And then lose it and then not getting pinned to You could have done so much stuff that she gets attacked and vacates it. Like even after Mania, okay, she won. 
you don't gotta announce, oh, I'm leaving because I'm I'm pregnant. Da, 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 da. I got knocked up, so I'm leaving. You could have just had somebody attack her. We don't know who attacked her. Who attacked her? You could have just had Oscar straight up cash it in instead of giving it to her right there. The cash in would have been better. But I think she left before Money in the Bank, right? It was, it was the day after. Because apparently the, the case, the, the, the title was in the case. Yeah. Oh, even that, better. You could have exactly. just done that. Cash it in. Like, it's but a briefcase. Like, but then you're like, oh, uh, I guess she couldn't like take a bump or whatever because, you know, she's pregnant. So yeah. they were like, oh, but you could have done so much stuff that like you open raw with like madness going on. And like, oh, someone attacked Becky. Somebody attacked Becky. And then Oscar just look like finding her on the floor, running away. You see them helping Becky, and she just comes back with a ref, and just pins her. Yeah. You just pin her, and then that makes Oscar a hated heel because everybody loves Becky. Well, not everybody, but everybody loves Becky. <laughs> so you have yeah. her as a hated heel now as a champion. But then now. You have something for Becky to come back with, cause now how are you really gonna, how are you really gonna bring her back? Oh, she's coming back next week. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're definitely you gonna just announce. throw her in the title yeah. picture. You guys yeah. just throw her in the title picture because she never lost it. That's what that's now, what they're gonna least, do. But at least if she got attacked, she could come back. She could do like, um, oh my god, who did it? Was it? Oh, The Rock got hit by a car. He went to go film a movie. Came back. Who hit The Rock? That was the big question. And then it ended up being um, Rakishi, I think, right? Or was it they hit? Oh, no, he hit Stone Cold. He hit Stone yeah. Cold, and it was like, oh, I did it for The Rock. And then The Rock was like, take it easy, fam. No, he did not. <laughs> and then that's when they tried to give Rakishi his title run push, which didn't last long, but it was cool to see him in the main event picture. Yeah. But you could have did something like that. Becky comes back. I'm not going to be mad, but who hit me? Like, who attacked me? I just want to know who attacked me. And then there you go. You have a, something to build off of with her. Not just, ha, 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 I got knocked up. Here's the title, Oscar. <laughs> it's, just, it's just weird the way they had that go down. It's just, I don't understand it, to be honest. Yeah, they, they, they missed out so many opportunities with her. Because like I said, they're just basing it off of what people love instead of what they should just go with. Like yeah. in terms of, in terms of, they're taking they're taking the fact that they said, Oh, we listen to we listen to the fans now. They're taking that in a whole different perspective. Instead of, okay, the storylines aren't what people what people want. It's what who we want as a champion or who wants to be healed, stuff like that. Um and that's what I think they're doing wrong with Becky. It's like, oh, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. We don't know. Yeah, it was we're, like, uh yeah. Oh, that, if that, want this, I will do it. The, when she got hit in the face, that was an accident. That wasn't intentionally on purpose. They didn't know that was gonna happen. Uh, not with Naya. Not with Naya. You should have known that was gonna happen. Oh man, <laughs> that's bad. That's that's true. That is true. Maybe true. So like, they didn't. They didn't at that time. They didn't know it was gonna happen. Like oh, we didn't know she was gonna get bloody and that was gonna happen. So I'm assuming it's like okay. Now what? Now people like her. Let's put her as a baby face. But keep the man character, which yeah. is intentionally was supposed to be a heel. So. That what that's what really confused me with that. It's like, okay, now she's a heel baby face. Yeah, she, was, I guess like, I don't like know what a, she is. She was like a tweener. She was like, yeah, uh, we like her, but like she's doing heel stuff. She was, 
she was doing the Stone Cold gimmick. Exactly. That's what people were comparing to Stone Cold. Yeah, that's why. Like, <laughs> that's, that's why, why everybody loves Stone Cold because it was like, oh, he just doesn't give a care. Yeah. Like he just does whatever he wants, and that's how it is. That's what. It, yeah, yeah, that is true. Because I, I saw like a whole bunch of tweets and comparing her to the Stone Cold. Yeah. I'm like, okay, relax. Exactly. We get it. Really get it. Now that we're on the now that we're on the topic about people who can't be heel and people who can't be a baby face. Do you have anybody that's like on the top of your list? Because Seth Rollins is on the top of mine. Who can't be baby face? Ba- he can't be a baby face. Um, Do you have anybody on your list that can't be a baby face or can't be a heel? At the top of my head, the first person that comes to mind in terms of camp being a heel, people aren't going to, I don't know if it's, it's not going to, I don't know if it's going to appear in your mind first. I don't think he's going to be on top of your list, but for me, person who can't be a heel is Xavier Woods. I feel you. Yeah. Because the yeah. thing is, Big E has done it. Kofi has never done it, I believe. I um, can't believe it with Kofi either. Yeah, Kofi. Exactly. Kofi and Kofi and Xavier Woods. They count as one because they're a tag team. But yeah. I can never see... I, people love them too much. And yeah, it could probably work in terms of like, oh, we didn't see it coming. But I just can't see him as a perfect heel. Like yeah. he belongs in the babyface picture, he belongs exactly. in that that persona for him. In terms of the female wrestlers, oof, I can't see late as in terms of being a heel. I mean babyface. I can't see Lacey Evans as a babyface. Oh, neither. Lacey Evans cannot be a babyface. She cannot be. She's not a good babyface. Stay as a heel. I I, I love to hate her. I love to hate her. Yeah. That's, that's how, the thing. That's how you. Like, know, that's how you know she's a great heel. You love to hate her, and the Miz too. The Miz can be. A I was heel. just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Like it I is. like the. I love the Miz as a heel. I like. Also, it's cool to see him as a babyface here and there. But I think yeah, yeah. his top work is as a heel. A heel. Yeah. What what is like What he's doing now with Otis? We can get to that too. Um. Uh. With with that, <laughs> I love Otis, man. That's, that's another. That's another. That's another one too. I can't see him as a heel. No, no shot. I cannot see cannot see him unless, as a heel. Unless they do it right. If they do it right, they could have him as a heel, but... As of right I now, I can't see it. I couldn't I couldn't even put the right way of putting Me him neither. as a heel. Like, what, I what, what is that right way? What is that right Attack, way? Attacking Mandy. Oh, Hit, no. Hitting, hitting her with, like, a splash or something after he attacks her. Oh, that's my the, God. That, that's, that's the, the only, only way. way. That's only the only way but you that, can make him a heel. WWE would never do that. Vince would never no do shot. that. No shot. But in terms that of that storyline. That would be a shock factor, though. Yeah. <laughs> How do you feel about her getting to Raw? I don't even know, to be honest. I, like, I have no idea. How do you feel about it? I, I like it, but the reason, the only reason why I like it is because I 110% have a feeling that it's part of a storyline, obviously. Yeah. Because what I, what I see happening with this I, I don't know if it was you that mentioned it last time or at some point, but I think someone said somewhere that, and I agree with this, is if, as to, in terms of the storyline, if Otis wants to be with Mandy either on Raw or her coming back to SmackDown, I feel like the thing, the perfect thing to do, but to happen is for Otis to be like, oh, I want her back or I want to be with her. And then the Miz or and Morrison being like, okay, we could bring him back to SmackDown, or we could bring him to Raw, 
if you give up your money in the bank briefcase. That's the only way we could do it. And then that's the perfect way to take the briefcase off of him. I like not, that. But not necessarily to Ms. Morrison, but just somebody else who deserves it. Give it to that's, the Miz. Give, give it to the Miz? Miz. Okay. Give it to the Miz. I like the Miz. Give it to the Miz. I think he should have more title reigns than he has. I think he's a great – I think especially now that he's, like, doing his heel thing, like, this is the time to give it to him. Yeah. But I think also, like, that's a smart move, like, moving him to Raw, even if they don't take the briefcase off of him. Even if they just, like, go, just, like, let's get rid of you. Because Raw needs uh, tag teams. Raw needs tag teams. You know that. They need yeah. tag teams. Yeah. But also, it's, like, more believable as him as Money in the Bank on Raw than it is on SmackDown. How come? Look at the people that are on the title picture on SmackDown. Name, the people, s- that w- name me the people that were just in that uh, triple threat match in the last pay-per-view. Strowman and The Fiend. And who else? Roman. Uh, who's the Roman. Okay. Now, who's in the title picture on Raw? McIntyre. Uh-huh. But. Keith Lee. But. And Orton. Those are three. Those are three more believable guys of him beating than him beating The Fiend or Strowman or Reigns. Like, but, it could happen, but for Vince, it's more believable on Raw. I, I just have a feeling that it might just be giving it to someone who deserves it and someone who is a heel that might make people hate it even more. Cause the I, Miz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or maybe, or maybe somebody like Big E who might win it and be like, and then when Xavier and Kobe comes back, it'd be like, oh, why did you win the briefcase? I thought we were attacking. And it's like, oh, it's my time to be a singles competitor. And then you have also people like Sheamus, Corbin, who need a championship picture after Corbin. the recent views. Oh, my goodness. Corbin, that's a good one. I, a lot of people don't like him. I like the He was he one in the bank winner, but he lost his briefcase. This is kind of like a makeup, like, oh. Yeah, they did. We're sorry for that. Yeah, they, they did him dirty on that because it would have been cool to see him as champion. I think he has the character people hate him. Like he, people hate him. Like you don't get that like that kind of hate anymore. People hate him. I feel like he's he's nice in the ring. He could actually move around. Like he's not a bad wrestler. I think he would be a good move. I would like I would like for them to showcase more guys like I that. Like. Like I, I would love to see Biggie as champion, but not even break up with New Day. Like, you could always have them come back and be in the tag team title picture and be like, "Oh, we're gonna try and hold, we're gonna try and hold all the belts." Or even put Kofi in the, um, in the IC title picture. You never know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you could have, you could have a time that they hold everything. That's and true. That would be cool. And even. If you want to try it, you could try and have them turn heel. And you could have them gloat about it. You know what I mean? Like, we hold all the belts, da-da-da-da-da. We have tag belts, the IC title, and the world title. Who's coming to get it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would like to see New Day hold everything. I think that would be a cool concept. Heel or babyface. Exactly. I I think Corbin is a good move, too. I think Corbin would just be a champion everybody hates and would love to see anyone 
take it off of him. Yeah. Like, he wins every single match against the oh big guys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, like, even let him, like, nah, not do it clean. Let him let him cheat. Because I was saying, at first, you could have him win clean and be like, this isn't a fluke. And then down the road, you see him, like, almost losing matches, and he has to cheat to win. And yeah. then it just makes you hate him even more because he's like, no, that was a clean one. He comes out, he's like, I, I beat him fair and square. That wasn't, you know what I mean? And then finally, yeah. when somebody takes him off him, so take, takes the belt off of him, it's going to be such a glorious moment that anybody could do it. Yeah. And everybody would love that. It could be fucking, I'm trying to think of a name that's like not even relevant. You got to have Zack Ryder come back and take the title uh. off of him. And if the crowd is there, the place would go crazy. Oh my God. Then, like, it's just one of, it's one of those champions. I don't think we've ever had a champion that like people hate. Like I would yeah. say Roman Reigns, but Roman Reigns was like he was a baby face. People just and it was a different kind of hate. It was like hate because he's a champion. This is given to you. Like we yeah. feel this was given to you, even though like he worked years in developmental and all that other stuff. Like you know what I mean? Like it wasn't really given to him, but we look at it as like yo Vince is just giving you these titles. Which you guys say about Triple H, but we won't go there. But it's one of those that, like, it's not real hate. It's just we don't like you as champion. We don't like you as your character. You're a good guy, though. Corbin, nobody messes with him. His character, people hate. On Twitter, he just be roasting people. People hate that guy in real life. Like, he's one of those that I feel like people would wait for. Like, well, it's not like Dudley Heath. Have you ever heard those stories? I heard. Dudley yeah. Boys Heath, they would wait for them in the parking lot. Like, fans would be, like, ready to square up with them in the parking lot. I don't think it's that kind of heat, but people hate him. I think that would be a cool champion to have somebody who everybody hates. And, like, I don't know if there's one Corbin fan on in the world. <laughs> like, of course, people like him. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like him. But like his character is just like, oh, I annoying. Hate yeah, yeah, like it's one of those. Spe- speaking of, speaking of people who should be in the championship picture, I just remembered we had to answer last week's question Ooh, that we asked. Yes. yes, do you remember that? So last week, we're gonna answer that right now. Last week's question, you asked which speed of a different company, which Impact recently recently signed Impact wrestler should get that main event picture, kind of like what Drew McIntyre went through. Like a lot of guys have been through. Um, do you want to answer that first? Do you have anybody in mind at the moment? I got somebody in mind. Do you want to go first? You can go first. If you I'll go first. I'll go first. All right, fine. Um, my pr- right, so I have, I have two okay. people. The first one I'm going to say is someone who is signed to Impact. The other person is not signed to anywhere. And I want to okay, explain so why. Okay, a chance to get signed. Exactly. The first one has to be Heath. I'm going with Heath because, like I said last week, Heath has gotten in better shape. And I feel like he can get a bigger storyline based off his promos, his ring talent, and especially who's in the title picture at the moment. You have Eric Young who's a champion. I feel like Heath can outlast Eric Young. I feel like he could outperform Eric Young, in my opinion, I may get a lot of backlash on this. I don't know, but, <laughs> but I feel like Heath. Yeah, that's a hot. Be, take. Yeah, that's, that's, a hot, hot that, take. that's my. I'm gonna just say that. Yeah, but I feel like Heath 
is the guy to be at that bigger push and to eventually beat Eric Young or somebody for that title and get a big push as a singles competitor and a champion, a main, a main world champion, like we've seen with all these other guys who were in Impact. Then the person that's not a bad pick. He was not, actually in my top three. And I, people underutilize him too. Like I get it, he was kind of not used much in WWE, but he can now in Impact. He can do a lot in Impact and win world championships. Maybe twice. Who knows how long he stays there? We don't know. Exactly. Yeah. The second person I have in mind, like I said, he's not really signed anywhere. He did appear in AEW, but he's not working for them. Matt Cardona. He's not. He's not he, signed. He said once that he's not actually signed. He just appeared, and that's it. He's not oh, actually signed. I thought he was actually signed. Nah. He he said once in a promo that he's he doesn't work there. He just appeared for those matches, and that's it. Oh, that's dope. Okay. So I feel like maybe at some point he, he might show, there. and then he might you know have some feud with Brian Myers. Uh, kind of have like a reunion there. We think they're going to team up, like kind of like what Heath and Rhino are doing. But then he turns on him and says, oh, I'm not teaming with you no more. I'm going on my own. I want my big push. I want to get to that main event card like I wanted my whole career. Goes after the championship. He wins it. Gets a really big, serious role with the company. Then he goes back to WWE, maybe with NXT. And gets a bigger push there as a serious singles competitor, maybe a heel. Who knows? We haven't seen a heel rider in a while. Um, and then eventually you give him the NXT championship or whatever, North American. And then you end up bringing him back to the main roster. It's like, okay, now nah, he's not a lower card person. He's an actual main eventer. And that's what I like to see right there. I like that pick because I had the same pick, but the other way around. What do you mean? But that was my second pick. I'll tell you my first pick. First pick, obviously, EC3. Obviously. Like, they just didn't use him right in WWE. I think TNA knows, Impact knows how to use him. They've had him there before. He was a star there. And he was a heel. Now you got a chance to bring him back as a baby face. You have a chance for people to like this guy, to love this guy. I think he could go, he could have his... Drew McIntyre moment of winning titles here at Impact and then making his way back to WWE. But not even putting him in NXT because he was already there. Just have him come back to the main roster. Or even if you have to put him through NXT, put him through NXT. And then I think he'll, he can win a title in, in the main roster one day. And then my second pick was Brian Myers. And I was going to say you, you find a way bring Cardona in, you have them team up, you have Myers turn on him and say, uh, you have them lose a couple matches. And he says, you have always been keeping me down my whole career. This is, this is over. It's it. That's it. I'm, I'm over it. I'm, he has a singles run. He wins the title. It's actually believable. You have him like build himself up. Like he, like, have him work out more. Like, he works out more, builds more muscle. You have him win a couple titles there. I think in Impact, they're also allowed to do indie, like, indie uh, shows. When those are back, you have him go on his little indie run, let him win titles here and there. 
He'll come back to NXT as Brian Myers. He'll cut the promos. I'm not Kurt Hawkins. That's a character Vince. That's a fake person Vince McMahon made up to just hold me down. This is Brian Myers. He wins the he wins the North American and works his way up to win the NXT title. They bring him back to the main roster. He gets the Drew McIntyre uh, treatment of building him up on his way to the world title. I like that too. You can really do that with both McIntyre and Myers. Yeah. I think yeah. It could work either way. Exactly. I, I I like the Brian Myers one more because the way you put on, it makes me see it. And he went on that oh four hundred and something losses. Yeah. And he says that was just a that was a fake person that was made up. This is me. And then he comes back and he just dominates. He'll lose matches. Of course everybody loses matches. You know what I mean? Like he's not gonna or, or undefeated. What, what if he goes undefeated? If he goes undefeated around. on NXT? Ooh, just washes everybody, <laughs> comes to the main roster, and then he, because then that makes a big visit when he goes undefeated, comes to the main roster, continues to be undefeated. That first loss to whoever beats him, that could be somebody that you try to build up. Like that's somebody that could, let's say, Adam Cole is in the on Raw. You know what I mean? Already when by the time he makes his run through, um, and he wins the title, he's still undefeated. When Adam Cole, like Adam Cole or Tommaso Chamber or somebody like that beats him, it's going to be a big deal. You know what I mean? It's going to be like, oh, like, you would never think about it right now because uh, Brian Mars, yeah. I, but, like, if you build him up the right way, you have him go undefeated. He wins titles all in the Indies and TNA. He comes back, dominates NXT, goes undefeated, wins all the belts. He even gives up the North American belt. Like he'll win it, and then be like, he'll like he'll go like two months, three months. Have they'll show like a meeting with him and William Regal, and he's like, Keith Lee did. Yeah, but he'll be like, there's no competition for me here. There's no competition, so here's the belt. I want a world title match. He'll get the world title. He'll beat him. Do the same thing. And you know how people usually lose and go to the main roster. Yeah. Again. They'll have a meeting. They'll show him and him with William Regal and Triple H. He hands him the belt. He says, there's no competition from me here. Hunter, when am I debuting? And then he'll be like, next week. or And then that's when you hype it up that he's going to be on the main roster. He's not somebody that just shows up. You actually hype it up. You actually have him do something with like a big guy, whoever's champion at the time have him, like, attack him or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, build him up the right way that it's believable. Cause it's a, the way he's, like, if he gets a little more muscle on him, it'll be believable. Yeah. It's just... Cordona's already built muscle. Yeah, so him too. You could build it up. I just like the, the that he, he went all those months with losing matches and he didn't, he went winless for so long for him to go back and do, like, an undefeated run or just win the title at all, it's going to be a big moment. That's true. I would, I would enjoy that. Yeah, I think that would be dope. Him and EC3, those are my top top two picks. But EC3 is just obvious because... He's been in that picture before. Yeah, and they just, like, didn't use him the right way. Yeah. 
So, like, of course, that's the easy pick. But I think Brian Myers, I think that would be more of, like, a satisfying, like, he finally got his due. And then you could even have Cardona come up with him. And you could even have you could even have them face off one one time for the belt. You could even do a rivalry with them. We both made our way back up. But guess what? I have the belt. You don't. You know what I mean? Like, something yeah, yeah. like that. Like, we should be hired as writers. Like Exactly. We, That's what I was saying, too. We come up with more ideas like, in one hour than they have in, like, weeks. Oh, my God. That's why, like, but also, like, fans are always, like, coming up with stuff. But that's, like, how do you do it? How do you play into it? Like, yeah. I, I just have an idea, homie. I don't know how to input it into stuff. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, yeah that's true. That, that would be my picks, man. I think that would be dope. I like the Cardona pick. That's a, the Heath one too. I think he's due because they're, they're, he's someone that they could bring back and not mess up. Yeah, and he's someone. He's the only one for one man band who hasn't won the title yet. Like for that too, bringing back the three MB. Jinder Mahal almost did it, but then he got injured again. With yeah. Mac, but McIntyre was champion. Should one hundred percent feud with him when he comes back instead of Ward winning it. Definitely. And then eventually, along the line, they both won a couple of championships. He comes back. My turn to win championships. I want to yeah. win a champion. Something like that. Yeah. Yo, that would be dope as hell, man. And then down the road, you imagine having through the three-man band in a three-way match at WrestleMania. <laughs> Made eventing. That's dope. That shit, that shit would be crazy. Be like, yo, I never thought I would see the day. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to end off with a question for next week. Ooh, I'm, I'm, I've, I've been thinking of it this whole episode when because next next pay per view is Clash of Champions, yes. which is a week from this Sunday. So that means that next got, episode might be episode. next episode might be the prediction episode. Yep. Okay. So since that's the case, I'm going to end up. This episode is going to be based off of the Clash of Champions. My question for this for next week would be, if you were to have your a third brand, uh, not a third brand. How many brands are there? If you were to have a fifth brand, because 205 Live, I'll count that one's a brand. If you were to have a fifth brand in W... Time out. 205 Live is straight up. Is that still a thing? Mm-hmm. They're combining it with NXT. They compete on NXT and 205 Live. That's why I'm saying, like, just put them all on NXT. Exactly. That's when you get NXT for an hour, you get 205 for hours. Makes perfect sense. Exactly. But... Okay, if I had a fifth oh, brand. You don't have to name it or anything. If you want, you can name it next week. But if you were to have your own brand, you're the producer, you're kind of like the Triple H of this new brand, you're in charge of it. Who in WWE from any of the other brands would you have as your world champion, your women's champion, your mid-card champion, and your tag team champions? Ooh, I like that. Who would you have representing those titles Ooh, for your brand? Yo, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yo. I thought of that. I was like, yo, it's dope. That's a dope one. That's a dope one. Damn, yeah. that's a good question. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking, right? Yeah, exactly. Yo, it's already got my mind spinning. I'm like, yeah, who would I? Exactly. Yo. So, yeah, anyways, that's the question for next week. That has been episode number two. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm Nick, your host. Joel with me. See you guys next episode. See you.